Andrew Choate. Which one do you want? I'm gonna take this one, I think. Okay. And those two are for you. It's wonderful to be on the talking show. Those levels look good. They look pretty good to me. Tonight, we are going to be talking about writing as landscape. I personally find the cult of storytelling that depends on character and plot to be condescending to our consciousness. What I am passionate about is context and insight, the immediate. That's what fills landscapes. The notion of writing as landscape, I discovered, has been an unconscious element in my work for a long time. In fact, I was producing work that I now consider landscape writing years before I was aware of it. The simple fact that ever since my first reading in 2006, I've always oriented my printed pages in landscape mode now seems significant. But it wasn't until I started writing pieces to accompany a series of landscape photographs, photos of bollards in particular, that I realized what I wanted in terms of landscape writing. I knew I didn't want a flood of nature words, rocks and trees and rivers and wind and so forth. I also didn't want to talk about buildings and farms and roads and lampposts. What I wanted was a way to write that formally represents the experience of landscapes, with a horizon, with shapes on the horizon, and with a sky. What I have developed is a way to use repetition in language as a horizon line. The words that repeat in each line are the horizon. That's a fact. In proximity to the words that repeat are other words, new words. Those words form the shape of the things that exist on the horizon, the things we see. The sky appears as the silent encompassing of all the horizons and all these shapes on it. It is where the meaning is, and the sky is just as present when you look down at your feet as when you look up and see a star. So tonight I'll take you on a journey through the development of this work in my oeuvre, finally landing in the present with the landscape writing that is explicitly designed to accompany my landscape photographs of bollards. The first piece I'm going to read is from 2006. It was in my first book, Language Makes Plastic of the Body. At the time I wrote it, it was meant to accompany a landscape photograph I showed at High Energy Constructs in Chinatown. The picture is of a loading dock littered with multicolored plastic bins, and there is a bollard in the photograph, though at the time I was not specifically aware of it. I had the word quality printed along the bottom. Yes, I put the F in quality. Here is the mountains of quality. Kufa. Kufu. 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 Kufwa. Kufuk. Kufuk. Kufaku. Kufaku. Kafuk. Kufuka. Kufuskaqua. Quafwafal. Kufukwa. Quafquaf. Kafukaka. Quaif kafu wal kafu wa kafu kechung kafu kufa kufa kafu hall quaif wee yale fckq fckq fck 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 
I fack if I fack we facky quadile locktile qualify laugh fwail fuquail icky kefic kefo quaffall cuffy cacqui quali cali tiqua tall tack quack qua fack wick kill till idy quite liddy light af quill quaffy woof quoof oof aluki kook fook twally tail ot fight twite white tight twilight Calf quake life fife fit ale aif tiff effet eful quit itty quiltate fact tuck iqui took took taffy fat call kite queet file quill eat at fake lick quick tight quiffle tickle fuck fickle <laughs> The next thing I'm going to read is a list of all the place names in Gunnar Gras the Tin Drum. They're all in the order that they appear in the book. I'm also interested in the larger issue of how language forms landscapes, both our internal sense of place and how names conjure emotions, attractions, repulsions, etc., and how, politically and legally, language creates places. Tom Anderson touches on the surface of this tension in Los Angeles Plays Itself when he talks about the difference between L.A. and Los Angeles. And when I saw that recently, it reminded me of a moment in third grade when I found out that Germany wasn't called Germany in Germany. It was Deutschland. I felt utterly betrayed at that moment. Betrayed by my school, by my country, by my language, by knowledge itself. As if everything I had been taught might not be wholly true. It was a religious sense of betrayal. That need to feel connected to the place you're in and to the people you know expresses itself in what we call places. I grew up in Columbia, South Carolina, but my friends and I call it Colatown. Casey, which was just on the other side of one of our rivers, that was the West Bank. This happens everywhere, so what people call places matters. In this piece, I don't repeat any of the places if they repeat in the book, but I do list all instances of a place if it is named with a slight variation, which happens often, even if it's just a spelling change. Sourland, Kashubia, Bissau, Ramkau, Virik. Brentau, Dershau, Carthouse, Black Forest of Goldkrug, Bissau Abau, South Africa, Egypt, Motlau, Island of Troil, Chestakawa, Poland, Modlin, the Bug River, West Prussia, Neiman, the Bober, the Bug, the Vistula, Thorn, Shikau, Kiev, the Pripet, Westlick Neufar, the Dead Vistula, Einlage, Kazamark, Letzkau, Chatkau, Pikel, Mazavzi, Vlaklovek, Schwetz, the Dnieper, Stetten, Neufarwasser, Russia, Deutsch Eilau, Marienburg, Klaviter, Danzig, Wiebenwall, Langfeer, Danzig Niederstadt, Church of St. Barbara, Langarten, Tuchel, Hoibuda, America, Malmo, Buffalo, Canada, the Speaker Insel, the Philippine Trench, Emden Deep, 
Europe, Berlin, Bastion Caninchen, Danzig 1, France, Verdun, Hartmannsweilerkopf, the Somme, the Marne, Silberhammer Military Hospital, Oliva, Vogelsong, the Nehrung, the Nogat, Schonfleiss, Seskotian Forest, Lake Ottoman, Matern, Baltic Sea, Kleinkatz, the Vesterplatz, Haveliusplatz, Casimir and Bathory, Africa, Eastern Europe, Heaven, Pisa, Ulikerstrass, Graf Adolfplatz, Friedrichstrass, Rapallo, Magdeburgerstrass and Hirisanger, Polish Quarter, Oliva Forest, Freudenthal, Pilau, Norway, the Azores, Italy, Kleinhammerweg, Hochstreis, Little Dipper, Big Dipper, the Vosges, Max Helbeplatz, Neuschatland, Anton Möllerweg, Marienstrasse, Kleinhammer Park, Actien Brewery, Actien Pond, Frobel Meadow, Neuermarkt, Bohemia, Arsenal Arcade, New York, Brunshoferweg, Joschkenthaler Forest, Erbsberg, Gutenberg Memorial, Pestalozzi School, Zingler's Heights, The Film Palast, Hertestrasse, Louisianstrasse, Kohlenmarkt, Altstadt, Leiser, Sternfeld, Machwitz, Volwebergasse, Tischlergasse, Café Witzka, Stockturm, Langassergate, Zopat, Castle Park, Whispering Grotto, Gletkow, The Mayvisa, Ora, Emaus, Schidlitz, Burgerwiesen, Proust, Hindenburg Galley, Steffenspark, Lobsack, Havana, Brazil, The Bissago Islands, Higher Regional Court, Bansomer Jewelers, Warsaw, Dusseldorf, Konigsallee, Helene Longa School, Church of the Sacred Heart, Elsenstrasse, Wolgamut's Butcher Shop, Rome, Brosnerweg, Saspa Cemetery, Polish Post Office, Brentau Cemetery, Skagerrak, Brentau Post Office, Polish Border, Land of the Midnight Sun, Café Viryarzitin, Aquarium Room, Krona's Circus, Milano, Parigi, Toledo, Guatemala, The Mediterranean, Strenfeld's Department Store, Vienna. Swedish Bar, Protestant Siemens Church, Holm, The Racetrack in Orafarvasser, The Schlageter, Spikerinsel, Herbert's Bed, Gedingen, Dresden, The Free State, Farvasser, Schickalgasse, Hockelwerk, The Freeport, The Maritime Museum, Lorraine, Bruges, Zealand, Slois, Florence, Silesia, Stadt Theater, St. Peter's Gymnasium, Lubeck, The Gold Coast, Regional Museum, City Museum, Fleischergasse, 
Artishof, Germany, the Free City, Hohestor, Heilige Geistgasse, Trafalgar, Copenhagen, Abukir, Rechstadt, Pfefferstadt, St. Mary's, Brotbankengasse, Langfurst Synagogue, Michaelisweg, Kolenmarkt, Corinth, Hauptstrasse, Konigsberg, the free city of Danzig, the Greater German Reich, the Polish Settlement, Ringstrasse, Oxhoft, Olivegate, Schneidemühlengasse, Rahm, the number five tram, St. Catharines, St. John's, St. Bridget's, St. Barbara's, Trinity, Corpus Christi, Lodes, Lublin, Lvov, Turun, Krakow, Lodes, Lemberg, Krakow, Schentekow, Krakow, Danzig Schidlitz, Allstadt Tischer Graben, Riddergasse, England, Police Headquarters, Modlin Fortress, Redowna Bridge, Ostmark, Sudetenland, Riddergasse, Flingern, Gerishim, the Siegfried Line, the Baltic, Danzig Harbor, Putzig, Northern Scotland, the Maginot Line, Municipal Power Plant of Danzig, Mount Kobiela, Victoria School, Scheistanga Prison, Kuno, Spain, Hella Peninsula, the Free Hanseatic City of Danzig, Kaiser's Cafe, Schotland, Schellmuhl, Reichskolony, Palanken, West Germany, Gross Bolschpol, Rations Office, Paris, Oslo, Brussels, Petri School, Mound of the Moon, Belt of Venus, Springer's Restaurant, Tierra del Fuego, Grafenberg, Holland, the Atlantic, Hitler Youth District Bureau, Zhenkow, the Baltic Sea, Sweden, Hella, Tegenhof, Proust, St. Albrecht, Catholic Journeyman's Club, the Saal, Thorau, Crete, the Arc de Triomphe, the Seine, Smolensk, local farm association, infantry training camp, Gotenhofen, Vyazma, Bryansk, Army Group Center, the Greffian Flat, Moscow, Beirut, Salzburg, Stalingrad, the Kuban, the Mias, the Don, Pearl Harbor, Tobruk, Dunkirk, Aleutian Islands, Atu, Kiska. Adak, the Far East, the Volga, Rezev, Demiansk, Danzig Longfur, Metz, Tagine, Pestalozzi School, Petzalostistrasse, Women's Clinic, Wintergarten, La Scala, Theater at the Front, Danzig West Prussia, Lothringen, the Eastern Front, Palermo, Belgrade, Athens, the Viryarzeten, the Brunshoferweg underpass, Naples, Stolp, Hanover, Cologne, Thomas Keller, Nancy, 
Shalon Sermarn, Rhymes, The K, Eiffel Tower, Sal Playel, Teatra Sarah Bernhardt, La Havre, Trouville, The Atlantic Wall, Bay of Biscay, Bavent, Cain, Calvados, Caborg, Normandy, St. Petersburg, Lizot, Central Station, Oberhausen, Frankfurt, Ministry of Health, Center Sector, Heidelberg, The Arctic Front, Brest, Saloniki, Fatherland, Bad Kreuznach, Church of Christ, Prague, Bonhifstrasse, Striesbach, Orvieto, Adolf Hitlerstrasse, Uphagenweg, The Conrad Inum, Baltic Chocolate Factory, Hohenfriedberger Veg Stop, Zapater Chaussee, Horst Vessel School, Longfair Forest, School of Engineering, Bischofsburg, Camp Narvik, Altschotland, The Rhineland, Corland, The Milky Way, Winterfeldplatz, Kubruka, Kiel, Putkamarvia, Trinity Church, Luzon, Stockholm, Mountbatten, Burma, the Pacific, Kanev, Zukov, Ireland, Panama, East Prussia, the Delta, the Sport Hall, Zigenkenberg, Pietzendorf, Vorstadt, Jungstadt, Niederstadt, Hakergasse, Breitgasse, Groschenkleine Wolwebergasse, Tobiasgasse, Hundegasse, Outer Graben, Longabruka, Crane Gate, Taylor Lane, St. Mary's Church, Butcher's Lane, the Franciscan Monastery, the Lane of Our Lady, Hay Market, Coal Market, Lumber Market, Baker's Lane, Milk Churn Lane, West Prussian Fire Insurance Building, Leipzig, Gdansk, Danzig, Danzig, Danzig Gdansk, Pomerania, Wolokhlovec, Hungary, Lithuania, Gulf of Danzig, Vilna, Bialystok, Treblinka, Galicia, Turmberg, the Zobe, Traniki, Argentina, Bisewu, the Arctic, Langfear Suburban Railway Station, Verzezica, Brozen Bathhouse, Reims Cathedral, Norman Pasturelands, Camp Treblinka, Gdansk, Gdynia, the East, the West, Schwerin, Lundberg, City Hospital, Bilk Railway Station, Versten, Benrath, Dortmund, the Bilk Apartment, the British Center, Debrucke, the Bridge, Tsushima, British Center, Bitveg, Korneth's Shop, The Eiffel, Hoymarkt, Sandgruba, Bilk, The Elbe, The Main, Kirchheim, Grenzheim, Blaubank, The Lawn, South Cemetery, The Rhine, Caps Ham, Section 8, Section 9, Stockham, The Number 10, Ham, Kakam Viron, Curtin's Pastry Shop, Vedig's, 
Lowenberg, The Lion's Den, Korneff's Workshop, Grevenbroich, Neuss, Stommel, Rommers Kirchen, Bergheim Erft, Reid, Niederausum, Oberausum, Erftland, The Fortuna Works, Fortuna North Power Plant, Belgium, Fortuna, Ruhr, The Ruhr Area, Mulheim, The Fortuna Power Plant, Denmark, The Erft, Fortuna North, Vedig's Lowenberg Dance Hall, Goost Koster's Living Room, Employment Agency, Art Academy, Ice Keller Bergstrasse, Rattinger Tor, The Academy, Sittarderstrasse, Ziedler's Flat, Strasse, St. Mary's Hospital, St. Vincent's Hospital, Hildesheim, Rattingerstrasse, Ziedler's Kitchen, Helgoland, Manisman, the British Empire, the former free city of Danzig, the Burgish Land, Klepp's Room, Ziedler's Bed-Sitting Room, Kashubian Potato Fields, Dusseldorf's Altstadt, St. Lambert's Church, the Unicorn, Kaiserswerth, Hofgarten, the Planetarium, the Banks of the River Rhine, the Right Bank of the River Rhine, Duisburg, the Mississippi, the Rhine Meadows, the Onion Cellar, the Ravioli Room, Taboo, Paprika, Friedrich Hall II, Budapest, Schmooze Onion Cellar, the Little Fish, Cote d'Azur, Ravenna, Ramini, Jaschkentellerweg, Passaudowskiweg, Anti-Cowers Kindergarten, Devil's Gorge, the Rhine River, Section 10, La Home, Aeromanches, Hollywood, the Orne, Port Winston, the Mouth of the Orne, Oscar's Room, the West Concert Agency, and East Concert Agency, Wuppertal, Bochum, Recklinghausen, Southern Germany, Switzerland, East Prussia, Rath, Grafenberg Forest, Paradise, St. Rock's Church, Alice von Wittlar's Allotment Garden, Frau Alice von Wittlar's Allotment Garden, Dusseldorf City Walls, The High Court, Lohausen, The Tram Terminal in Gerresheim, Oberbilk, Versten Cemetery, The East Zone, The Federal Republic, Unterrath, Hanyuls, Ratingen, The Hill at the Lowenberg Dance Hall, A Polish Post Office, The Polish Post Office in Danzig, USA, The United States, Aachen, The Paris North Station, Gare du Nord, Orly Airport, The Famous Airport of Orly, Place d'Italie, The Port, Maison Blanche, The Maison Blanche Metro Station, The Avenue d'Italie. And now, here are the recent pieces of writing that accompany my photographs of bollards. Bollards are the typically concrete posts that prevent cars from driving into buildings or sensitive equipment or onto pedestrian paths. Anywhere cars are not desired, bollards are implanted. 
I've been photographing them for years wherever I go, but as a representation of Los Angeles, Carmecca, they seem like a natural subject. Neither cars nor people are allowed in my photos. The writings that accompany these photos are the horizon poems I mentioned earlier. So listen for the parts that repeat as the horizon line and the parts that change as the shapes carved onto the horizon and also for the sky within which everything is framed. Weaning disturbance into gratification. They're piping music into the cream puffs. They're piping music into the refugee camp security checkpoints. They're piping music into the credit ratings. They're piping music into the shadows where spurn, sperm sputter. They're piping music into the rocks. They're piping music into the clocks. They're piping music into the lambs. They're piping music into the real nagging sense of regret that comes from inadvertently disappointing someone you love and care about. They're piping music into the fumes. They're piping music into the tombs. They're piping music into the combs. They're piping music into the bombs. Just can't shake the breathing thing. Or free Limoges. Recreating the behavior of extinct animals is very difficult, but everybody's got to work. Recreating the behavior of extinct animals is very difficult. But impatience is candy, too. Recreating the behavior of extinct animals is very difficult, but the four stages of need are tinge, pulse check, reckon, belabor. Recreating the behavior of extinct animals is very difficult, but what color was your dinosaur? Recreating the behavior of extinct animals is very difficult, but we can hurry toward the end if you want. The wrong pulley harness. Empty beer bottles in a stranger's mailbox, classy. Empty beer bottles in a stranger's mailbox, happy. Empty beer bottles in a stranger's mailbox, jet lag. Empty beer bottles in a stranger's mailbox, milky. Way. Empty beer bottles in a stranger's mailbox. Don't do that. Wanting the world softened. All's well that hangs well. All's well that fucks like a gladiatrix and cooks flaky puff pastry well. All's well that markets well. All's well that's not well. All's well that takes advantage of a European's willingness to put up with some incredible... with. All's well that takes advantage of a European's willingness to put up with some incredibly aggravating shit culturally well. All's well that unties the knots in your hormones. All well, all's well that meanders on vacation well. All's well that impounds opportunities from within. All's well that explains the grammaticality of jewelry well. I'm actually not talking about lip and tongue piercings. All's well that keeps a dishrag handy to press against the landscape. All's well that harbors seafood surreptitiously. All's well that juxtaposes women, light, desire, and secrets. All's well that designs good-natured games for other species that they don't know they're playing. All's well that practices expiration over inspiration. 
All's well that teaches both the value and impossibility of nothingness. All's well that recognizes that the two violins are poised to take on very different subjects. All's well that compliments a dentist abstrusely. All's well that makes it easier to keep things colder when you're alone. All's well that gives my love to Mr. Doggy Face. All's well that pines well. Fetch. Who's the real Obama? Piers asks the guy who wrote the book on Clinton. CNN ad, June 17th, 2012. Who's the real Christian Markley? Piers talks to Nicole Kidman about working with John C. Riley on The Hours. Who's the real Janet Reno? Piers talks to my mom circa my high school years. She was so paranoid about me smoking pot that she once searched my room so thoroughly that she found a miniature bong I had hidden in a Garfield-shaped suitcase buried deep in a pile of stuffed animals. Who's the real Michael Silverblatt? Pierce talks to Thomas Monson, president of the Narcoleptic Critical Opinion Union. Michael Silverblatt is a sadist. Who's the real Ricky Williams? Pierce asks Mike Wallace, the guy who already interviewed him on 60 Minutes. Who's the real Judd Apatow? Pierce converses with a guy he saw glance at a stack of Stephen Covey audiobooks at Barnes & Noble and then glimpses the Encino Man DVD on sale for $4.99 out of the corner of his eye. Who's the real Joanna Newsom? Pierce asks the guy who dressed up as a horny dolphin for Halloween and then asked his stepdad for harp lessons for Christmas. Who's the real Bob Costas? Piers looks in the mirror and flagellates himself as he sees the lack of equal respect accorded to his own journalistic career. Who's the real Mark Zuckerberg? Piers talks to Werner Herzog about the insects encountered during the filming of Fitzcarraldo. Who's the real Alex Trebek? This longtime game show host holds the Guinness World Record for most amount of equanimity displayed over the course of a career in television, and Piers Morgan has actively taken no notice. Who's the real Surrey Holmes Cruz? Piers stares at the tile on his bathroom floor and for the life of him can't figure out the pattern. Who's the real Simone Forti? Piers punches his producer in the gut and says, I don't have time for subtlety, rigor, analysis, or transcendence, much less all four. Who's the real Charlize Theron? Piers asks the hologram of Tupac about the nuances of the epithet nigger in the context of what is dubbed illegal immigration. Who's the real Paul Ryan? Piers goes shopping for a new car and asks if he can pay with the bones of the sick and wounded. Who's the real Tyler Perry? Piers goes to a tanning salon and asks the cashier about the range of foibles, organized according to demographic, most common for first-time users of the beds. Who's the real Pippa Middleton? Piers eats half an eighth of mushrooms, listens to Hotel California, and thinks about his own empty progeny. Who was the real Strom Thurmond? Piers asks the guy who did a radio interview with Weird Beard. Who's the real Spider-Man? Pierce talks to the guy who accidentally sat on a moth in the middle of the night when he tried to pee. Who's the real Colson Whitehead? Pierce researches the life of the family behind the family circus cartoon because that strategy seems so original but is actually so antiquated that it satisfies all the expectations of the middle brow elite. 
Who's the real Michael Pizarro? Piers cuts the legs off all the tables and chairs in his office and looks with disdain at others who choose to sit so far away from the ground, as if they are taking part in a regime of gravity apartheid. Who's the real Kathleen Sebelius? You know what? In all honesty, she's just a great, smart, hard-working mother of three, wife of two and a half, and genuinely as dedicated to the country as she is to her family. And the best thing about her is the example she has set of compromising her own awareness of the gift of life for winning at the zero-sum game of material comfort, paving the way for hundreds of thousands of others to put aside their aesthetic instincts and moral qualms about relentless ambition and plunge headfirst into the world of of social engineering. Who's the real Mark Manguera? Piers talks to the chefs at Bad Kids Good Food, an unmarked pop-up hovel under the two in Frogtown that you climb up a ladder over a pile of bikes to get into and then trade a pair of worn-down X-Acto blades in order to gain VIP access and garner a stool overlooking a homeless woman's box tent so you can munch on all-you-can-eat Louis Thirteenth vintage lamb bacon. Who's the real Ellen Barkin? Piers interviews Mark Levin, author of Zen and the Art of Sexual Hypocrisy, poems from my first trimester as a Venice gym rat. Who's the real Joe the Plumber? Piers calls his own accountant and asks him if he's rich enough to vote Republican yet. He doesn't get the answer he wants, so he calls 1-800-SHRINKS and asks the therapist if his level of misanthropy qualifies him to vote conservative. Finally, yes. Who's the real Jack from Jack in the Box? Pierce talks to Lawrence Summers about the indirectly proportional relationship between value and power. Who's the real Amanda Knox? Pierce talks to Christopher Walken. Who's the real Navy SEAL who shot Osama bin Laden? Pierce visits the Beijing Museum of Bound Feet, feels nostalgically thrilled, strips down to his skivvies, gets down on all fours, yips like a neglected chihuahua, and scurries off. The assumption is that he finally remembered the third party he could contact to get that elusive interview with the CG Tiger from Life of Pi. Who's the real Rasan Crow? Pierce talks to the marketing guru behind Pepsi's decision to crowdsource the video introduction to this year's Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> Who's the real Vladimir Putin? Pierce stalks the building supervisor of his New York condo and plants a fistful of surveillance-grade spider dung in his terrarium. Who's the real Nancy Grace? Pierce returns the fistful of surveillance-grade spider dung she planted into his own not-quite-adequately-defended high-rise terrarium. Who's the real Piers Morgan? Piers reveals the illicit tapes he made of Rebecca Brooks interviewing for his job at News of the World and discussing how her regime will radically differ from his. The biggest lack of society since chicken, big gardens, and the three kinds of jealousy. Motor, dress, appetizer. I like what you're wearing. I like what you're holding. I like what you're thinking. I like what you're crystallizing. I like what you're prying into. I like what you're preventing me from fully recognizing. I like what you're refusing to be apologetic about and instead becoming antagonistic regarding. I like what you're anxious around. 
I like that you're comfortable resting your elbows on such a sticky menu. I like that you're assuming a celebratory guise, even though nothing good has happened whatsoever. I like that you're so present in space, despite the aquarium wall that infinitely separates us. I like that you're a man in a suit behind a desk, laughing like a girl with a garden hose in her hand, offering me peace through the stream. I like that your proposition is a yes or no affair. I like that your hearing is so attuned to the highest levels of success that you can make out a cut sausage falling on carpet. I like that your award for best snowflake of the year is letting my piece of popcorn contend. I like making the bird be the word, high metabolic demands of flight aloft. I like putting the bird in the word, all those tiny bones and fast hearts. Word equals bird. I like that what? Oversized neurons. This is an abstract painting about how easy it is to pick things up and how some people have a really hard time putting anything down. This is an abstract painting about how a boy fears for the mortality of his dog. This is an abstract painting about how the variety of non-Western orchestras relate to travel. This is an abstract painting about school. This is an abstract painting about how headlessness used to be rampant. This is an abstract painting about how nice it would be if I could get the black crows hard to handle out of my head. This is an abstract painting about looking into the slow night and not looking. This is a realistic painting about suspicion. This is a realistic painting about poems in the marketplace. Note the way the lavender in the corner crushes into the crimson sheen. This is a realistic painting about worms that feel the rich, thick heritage in everything they squish through. This is a realistic painting about insecurity being attracted to demonstrations of style. This is a realistic painting about how everyone should order a chicken salad and disappear into the crowd. This is a realistic painting about how lots of velocity makes life better, bony, and full of luck. This is a realistic painting about arm terror. All the traditional emotional events leave me vapid. Flesh and blood and lightning fast poor decisions. Flesh and blood and debilitating mental illness. Flesh and blood and the tendency to compromise. So flesh and blood can go about their daily business. My capers have kind of lost their mojo. Do you know what I have a habit of? It's fretting. Do you know what I have a habit of? It's wallowing. Do you know what I have a habit of? It's indulging. Now you know what I have habits of. Bride to the world. I counted to ten and then all the foam had dried. I counted to ten and then I wasn't very mature. I counted to ten and then I didn't care about so many things. I counted to ten and then clicks equaled skills. I counted to ten and then profited by experience. 
I counted to ten and then the cries splintered. I counted to ten and then was soaked by darkness. I counted to ten and then picked up an interesting stick. I counted to ten and then connected the clothes to the body. I counted to ten and by then it was done. The smell of berries and lactation all smeared. That's when good conversation is not democratic. That's when there's something in the body trying to get out. That's when I don't believe in backwash. That's when rates of briskness give you good endings. That's when personal observation pleasures oneself. That's when I found out that being work-oriented or not is a trait others judge folks by. Fortress Accordion File under being called an angel. File under van life. File under stops at the top. File under not wanting to judge people, but also being completely dismissive of whole swaths based on their profession. File under backpedaling salad bar stuff. File under, but I totally understand why they do it. File under the bigger picture is a harsh mistress. File under scunder. File under so many conferences, so many papers, so many of these good same brains to rearrange. File under justifying the individual doesn't explain the poverty of collective actions. File under I still eat birds. File under apologies, toenails, applesauces. File under drinking just enough red wine so that my teeth look like I've been chewing on death and then switching to schnapps. File under peace through collage. How much time you guys want to talk at the end? I mean, trying to figure out, holy Jesus, look at all these pieces. Okay. Five minutes, perfect. Shh. Salsa wiffle ball prizes. I'm a surgeon except I use toilet paper. I'm an aviator except I use dogs. I'm a designer except I use freckles. I'm a contractor except I use soap. I'm a harbinger except I use slinkies. I'm a dancer except I use spiral bound graphs. I'm a mortician except I use words. I'm a bartender except I use education. I'm a guitarist except I use sunglasses. I'm a wine merchant except I use pretty vulvas. I'm a teacher except I use flower pots. I'm a publicist except I use genome sequencing. I'm a matchmaker except I use disturbance as I'm a taxi driver, except I use best intentions. I'm a commercial director, except I use the whole of the world's collective time spent waiting for luggage to appear on the carousel at the airport. All to my advantage. I'm a thoroughbred horse breeder, except I use cigarettes. I'm a mechanical engineer, except I use glue sticks. I'm a journalist, Except that the word itself sounds like a slow shit that's not even completely done. But I'm in a hurry. I've got a deadline. So I have to just wipe and go and the word journalism is what slides all soily from the mouth. 
I'm a model, except I use intransigence. I'm a coach, except I use a surge of vermin. I'm a diplomat, except I use the back door. I'm a harlequin, except I use heads of state. I'm a photographer, except I made the mistake of using pastoral as a search term for porn. I'm a really good guy, except I hate historic poems. I'm a former pizza executive, except now I'm really a DJ. Finish with this one. It's called Don't Blank Angry. Don't go to bed angry. Don't go to the beach and look at seagulls angry. Don't go outside and debate whether to get on your knees or squat while gardening angry. Don't bake a meringue angry. Don't become managing director of foresight at investment research firm Discern Analytics angry. Quote, tech workers must strike a balance between wanting to change the world and wanting to get rich. The assumption, technology is about changing the world. The revolution is how you watch TV. Don't go speculating about the mating habits of finches angry. Don't go to bed with an angry bowl of cereal. You will spill something. Don't blink angry. Don't make plans to start chilling by eight at the latest, angry. Don't go online and buy shares in Facebook just so you can sell them later for cheaper and laugh at the plummeting morale of its employees because, you know, those are people who like to win, says an anonymous source who would like to preserve his relationships inside Facebook, angry. Don't kill a pelican, angry. Don't fall in love with someone, angry. Don't fall in love with someone because of their worldview, angry. Don't fall in love with someone because of their worldview and call it a book review, Boston Globe, R.E. Eleanor Lipman's The View from Penthouse B, angry. Don't have an allergic reaction to shellfish, angry. Don't go to your friend's fucking radio show, already angry. Don't listen to a woodpecker, angry. Don't get dressed, angry. Don't refuse to buy books, angry. Don't get undressed, angry. Don't shit next to a pillow in someone else's bed and call it a pajamagram, angry. Don't be from Maine, drive a green Subaru station wagon, and order a personalized license plate that says Duchamp, angry. You've seen that car? Yeah. It's here. In L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it at the Americana. Yeah, I saw it in my neighborhood. Thanks, guys. No sweat, ladies and germs. Wow. 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. Wow. Jeez. Andrew. That was great. Andrew Choate. Choate. It was like a, um, uh, a better version of Ben Lerner. A former yeah. former guest former, on the talk. Yeah, we had show. Ben Lerner on the show a little yeah. while ago. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a real uh, professional. We're really locking yeah. him in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.